Hey guys, this is Greg from the Fantasy Stands. What we do here is give you the best daily fantasy lineups for every week in the NFL season. Me and Michigan Mike break down both FanDuel and DraftKings top picks, bang for your bucks, anything you can do to give you the ultimate lineup to make you money. If you like what you hear, leave a comment, subscribe to us, give us a review on iTunes. All right, guys, enjoy the show. Hey guys, and welcome to the Fantasy Stance. My name is Greg, and with me, joining me live through the phone, so he's going to be a little muffled, it's Michigan Mike. Hail to the victors, go blue, I hope you guys are all rooting for Michigan. Yo, fuck Michigan, let's be honest. <laughs> fuck their name. Yeah, well you know what, my coach doesn't need his boogers on the sideline. Hey, all I'm saying is, you look at our ranking, and we're going nothing but up. This is our year, baby. Yeah, okay, you keep thinking that. Anyway, though, we're not here to talk about college football. We're not here to compare each other's coaches, because clearly mine is better. Yours wears khakis all day long and sleeps in them, and I don't even know what else he does in them. (laughs) We're here to talk some fantasy football. So, you know, it's a little bit of a different premise as the first episode. Instead of me just yapping for like 10 straight minutes and then Mike yapping for 10 straight minutes, we're going to go back and forth. Give uh, Mike's going to give the ultimate DraftKings lineup. And I'm going to go FanDuel. We actually realize that we do different lineups and different apps, which is kind of weird. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. Well, at least my lineups are going to win me money, unlike yours. Um, My lineups did win me money. Week one, I made at least like 10 times what I put in. I didn't quite make that much, but I did triple my money, so I'll take that every day. Well, I got a free entry, and I won 10 bucks on that one, and then the other one, I like tripled my money. Well, that explains that. Yeah. I only put in $3, and I got 9 out of it. So, yeah, so. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be a little more aggressive, I guess, with the, the betting this week. It was good. To give you an idea, out of 115000 I finished number 2,490 out of those people for FanDuel. Hey, not so, bad. So not bad. Pr- is this, pretty, uh, this your best result you've ever had? Because I don't recall you ever doing this well. Uh, it's, it's up there. I've gone in the low thousands before, but just j- this is just our way of letting people know that we actually know what we're talking about and what we're doing. We uh, do tend to finish in the money rather more times than not, so that's, that's always good. That is always good. So, Mike, how you been? I've been pretty good, just, you know, dealing with real life. I uh, just started a new job a few months back, so I'm kind of just getting used to that still. Yeah, you, Mike was out well. actually in Hawaii, you know, enjoying the nice life, surfing, going up volcanoes, sacrificing people, you know, the things they do in Hawaii. Uh, while the rest <laughs> of us lived in uh, Massachusetts and slummed through the snow and basically hated them. Yeah, well, uh, I uh, couldn't stand Massachusetts anymore, so I left you guys, and now, unfortunately, due to circumstances beyond my control, I am back with you miserable, hateful people, and I am here with the rest of you guys dealing with the stuff. A.K.A. Mike sucked at his job. So, anyway, moving on. (laughs) Sorry, Mike doesn't suck at his job. Mike's an engineer. He's actually very smart, people. So, anyway, what we're going to do is, Mike, I figured the best way to do this would be, we'll just go back and forth between the two apps. I'll be giving FanDuel. Mike will be giving DraftKings. We each go position by position, our reasonings for it, kind of show how smart we actually are. And basically, we're going to try to wrap this up in a nice little package for you all in like the next 15, 20 minutes so you know you're not just bored of us by the end of this. Let's do it. All right. It's clearly going to be better. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? DraftKings, FanDuel, a little bit different. You get a flex. I get a kicker. So, you know, we'll see who's better. Uh, definitely the flex. Yeah, okay. So, 
Let's start it off. We're going to go with quarterback starting off. And you know what, Mike? I'll give you the floor. I'll let you give who your quarterback for DraftKings is. You know, I'm, I'm going to be pretty uh, simplistic on this one, and I really don't think you can go too many better options than Eli Manning. He's facing a really historically just awful Saints defense, and they love to throw the football, and I think Odell Beckham Jr. is going to have one hell of a game. So oh, Eli Manning was my pick, but, I mean, the Giants defense is just as bad, so if you have Drew Brees on yours, I certainly wouldn't blame you. Yeah, so Mike, remember how like we were talking before the podcast, and you were like, "You'd be shocked if we came up with the same lineup." Yeah, let me guess. Uh, you have Eli Manning too. We're, we're one for one, buddy. We're one hey, for there one. There we go. So uh, I'm going Eli Manning too, mainly because, like you said, uh, he's probably the best option out there. I don't know if anybody remembers, but the last year was an all-out shootout offensively in this series of these two teams going at it. Fifty-two forty-nine was the final. So that's just giving you an idea of how many fantasy points are going to be accumulated probably, again, because defenses haven't really improved that much, even though the Giants claim $100 million improves your defense. Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're, the Giants' defense, I don't know if any of you guys watched the game last week. Yeah, they can stop the run, but they are still just terrible against the pass. Yeah. So, yeah. like what you just said, I think it's going to be a shootout just like last year. And, I like you know, Eli Manning is the cheaper of the two options, at least in uh, at least in DraftKings compared to, fan, uh, compared to Drew Brees. But uh, you can't really go wrong with either one of those two. No, and uh, so if you're listening right now, it's uh, 7,600 for DraftKings for Manning and 8,100 because I just have those stats because I'm amazing like that. I'm a little lazier. Greg's got all the numbers. I'm not quite that good. It's all right. So we already have established I'm superior. All right. So we're going to move on now. So we got quarterback out of the way. It was nice and simple. Both picked Eli Manning. If you want to throw somebody else in there, you could probably, if you have money for Breeze, if you don't have that much money, you might want to look at Joe Flacco. He might not be elite. I don't know what you think, Mike, but he's going against Cleveland. So, you know, that's a nice, safer option that could still put up points. We saw what Carson Wentz of the Eagles did to them last week. I, I really like that pick. Uh, I think Joe Flacco's going to throw the ball all over the field. But the question is, for me, with him, is who's he going to throw the ball to? He's got Mike Wallace. But, I mean, nobody knows anything about this Steve Smith injury. So, that I mean, that's the question. Uh, another really cheap, or not, or not really cheap, but cheap option. I, I really do like the Blake Bortles option this week against San Diego. Yeah, it's another good option. Defense is terrible. I know Bortles is a little more expensive than Flacco, but Bortles has continuously put up points last year, and he's so far on a roll this year. So I don't see that stopping anytime soon. No, definitely not. So you know, we got we gave you our main picks, and we threw in some extras just for you know the sake of your health, in case you're like us and we just switch lineups like crazy. <laughs> every hour of every day. Exactly. It's that leftover money, man. It messes with your mind. Oh man, I I can't handle it. I gotta get. I, if I'm not, if, if I have five hundred dollars left over, I'm gonna continuously switch, continuously switch up my life. Yeah, it's it's awful. It anyway, so moving on, we'll go running back one and two. Mike, give me both your running back options this week. All right, so my top two running backs, I've got to go with C.J. Anderson and Danny Woodhead. So Denver faces Indianapolis this week, and. Indianapolis is another one of those defenses that just can't stop the run, and they have not improved since last year at all. And C.J. Anderson has really evolved, and he, Ronnie Hillman isn't getting any of the carries. And I don't trust Trevor Simeon at all, so I tend to avoid 
or have been avoiding Denver players, but C.J. Anderson got a hell of a lot of carries and caught more than a few passes last week. So I think he's a pretty safe running back number one option. And Danny Woodhead, somebody's got to catch those passes from Philip Rivers. And with Keenan Allen going down, I think Danny Woodhead's going to be a really strong option. Rivers loves throwing the ball to him already, and somebody's got to pick up those targets. And on top of that, they're facing a Jacksonville defense that last week, yeah, they looked the defense at least looked better against the Packers, but they still got diced up a little bit. Uh, granted, it is the Packers and is is Aaron Rodgers, but still, uh, I feel like Philip Rivers is going to have a big day, and Danny Woodhead is going to catch a lot of passes. Wow! So uh, again, um, we're we're three for three, if I'm being honest. Wow. Okay, that's. I did not expect that one. I'll be so, honest. So uh, I, I too thought Woodhead and Anderson are the best options, especially for Fanduel prices. Uh, like you said, going against Jacksonville, Woodhead's now like one of the bigger offensive options with Keenan Allen going down. He had a great game last week, putting up twenty point five points on Fanduel at least. So you know he's sixty four hundred, pretty good for a back like him. Melvin Gordon's gonna get those goal line carries, so that's the only reason I'm iffy about him. The other guy I had him, it's between him and Theo Riddick was my other choice. Uh, he's going against Tennessee. We saw what he did against Indianapolis. He's also like a woodhead option, but he's cheaper. So that's the only reason I was flirting with him so I could get maybe a better wide receiver, better tight end type option. But then CJ Anderson going against Colts defense. Until the Colts can prove to me that they can actually stop somebody from running down their throats. I'm just going to keep going with whoever, if it's a good running back going against them. As long as their offensive line is solid, which Denver's is, I'm going to have to put them in there. But right now, I'm flip-flopping between Riddick and Woodhead. So, you know, we'll, we'll say we're two and a half. Uh, you know, Riddick is... I, I've been thinking about putting Riddick in. The good news is, Riddick is... If you're strapped for cash and you're in one of your lineups, put in Riddick because I think he's going to put up some numbers. I think Woodhead's going to put up more. But Riddick is also dirt cheap in in both FanDuel and in DraftKings. Yeah. So if you're a little strapped for cash and you want to splurge on somebody big, Theoretic is a great cheap option. Yeah, he's a fantastic pick. So, Mike, uh, for some reason we're vibing. We usually don't vibe like this when it comes to our picks. <laughs> usually send me your lineup and I usually question it highly. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm just chalking this up to the fact that me and you know what the hell we're talking about. So That's true. I, everybody can take a... You know, take it as they will, but I, I'm chalking it up to me and you are pretty good at this, and we know what we're talking about, and I think we got good players. We can all win money together, and that's the whole point. So, moving on, we're going to go. Let's. This is where we should probably separate a little bit. Wide receiver roulette. There's plenty of options. If we hit on all three of these, I'm just going to stop the podcast where it is because, plain and simple, it's going to sound like it's rigged. and you have the same wide receivers. Not a chance. You know what? Now's the time to find out. So, Mike, I want you to give all three of your wide receivers so I know ahead of time so I can start making changes. (laughs) Hey, all right. Fair enough. Uh, Wide receiver number one, somebody who did really well for me last week. I trust him. Uh, Willie Sneed coming out of New Orleans. Uh, We already discussed earlier how we think that the Giants game and the Saints game is going to be a shootout. Neither defense can stop each other. And Sneed had one hell of a week last week. Got me some major points. Was a big reason why I won money last week, to be perfectly honest. He had over 30 points for me, which is 
with for him as a slot receiver is great. It I is. think he's going to continue that, and I really think that Drew Brees loves him in the slot, and he, it's going to he's going to catch a lot of balls, hopefully some touchdowns. But hopefully your uh, DraftKings is PPR. I don't know if FanDuel is, and Willie Sneed is going to tear it up. Yeah, no, I'm not sure if that went off the top of my head. I only had Manning for some reason for both because that was just an odd coincidence. Real quick on the Sneed pick, though, it is sneaky good. I had a guy last week ask me for fantasy advice because, you know, I'm also really good at that. He said Sneed or I forget who the other option was. Whoever the other option was completely tanked. And I said, go with Sneed. Oh, uh, Jarvis Landry was his other option. I said, go Sneed. He text, He sent me a message halfway through the New Orleans game saying, I guess I should have gone with my gut and should have listened to you. <laughs> hey, I, I, Jar, Jarvis Landry, if you're in a fantasy league and it's through the season and it's not just week to week like FanDuel or DraftKings is, I think Jarvis Landry's going to have a good year. Yeah, no but no doubt about it. Sneed is, Sneed is deadly, man. He works his way out of that slot and he is... Drew Brees just loves throwing the ball to him. And especially now that Marcus Colston's gone, I think Snead is his most trusted receiver right now. Yeah, Snead's 50. Although Brandon Cooks is really good. Yeah, Snead's 5,800 on DraftKings also. I just realized that I had that written down too. Don't worry, he's not one of my picks. So we're, uh, we're a different. For, <laughs> for my number two wide receiver, I have Michael Wallace. Uh, I know we discussed earlier that Joe Flacco... We don't really know who he's going to be throwing the ball to, but Joe, Michael, Wall, Michael Wallace showed me something last week, and I think that Joe Flacco is going to get a little more comfortable with him this week, and I think he's just going to torch that Cleveland defense. Uh, and on top of that, Mike Wallace is pretty cheap. Uh, Willie, Sneed, Willie Sneed and Mike Wallace are both pretty cheap wide receivers. Yep. There's no reason to splurge on a, on a number one wide receiver like Odell Beckham Jr. They're just way too expensive, and there's too many good options that are all in the $500, $5,000 range. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, you're right. Sneed's 5800 on DraftKings, like I said, and uh, Wallace is 4700 Oh, yeah, well worth the bang for the buck. Yep. Well worth it. All right, who's your number three? Who's your number three? My number three? I'm going right. through all these number before three. I give my list. This is the risk. All right. I, I took a bit of a risk with this one, and I wanted to free up some money. Uh, Travis Benjamin. Uh, right. he's, he's playing for San Diego now. People forget he was pretty good on a really terrible Cleveland team. hes I mean, he's not all that, but he's, he wasn't that bad on a pretty bad Cleveland team, catching balls from Josh McCown. And now that Keenan Allen is gone, like I was saying before when I picked up Danny Woodhead, Somebody has to catch those balls from Phillip Rivers, and they do like to throw the ball there. So Travis Benjamin is my pick to kind of have a breakout week this week. I think he's going to establish himself as the clear number one wide receiver for Phillip Rivers. And like we said earlier, Jacksonville's defense did get burned a little bit last week by Aaron Rodgers. So I'm, I'm looking – this is more of an exploratory pick. Uh, he came super cheap. Travis Benjamin, I think it's 4400 which is super cheap for a wide receiver, and I was looking to free up a little bit of cash. I think he's a, a strong bang-for-the-buck buy this week. Very cheap. Man, yeah, Mike, I mean, you're young. You you have time to experiment a little bit in life. You know, go ahead. Oh, what, and you're old? You're not that old. You don't have graying hairs yet. Uh, you clearly have not seen my hair in the past, like, five years. I do. I'm not old. But I have like a cowlick that's like pure gray. 
hey, come talk to me when you hit the big three zero. Then I'll then I'll then I'll start really calling you old. Until then, yeah. we got yeah, some. You're older than me, but not by much. We got some. We got some friends that are getting close to that age, so I guess I shouldn't feel that bad about myself. Yeah, go, go talk to Troy every once in a while. With yeah. you. you can make fun of him for being old. Yeah, shout out to our buddy Troy, who's probably not listening, and if he is, he's probably gonna get really angry just because. <laughs> I hope he listens, and I hope he gets angry. It'll be yeah. really entertaining. It'll be hilarious. All right, so you had Sneed, Wallace, and Benjamin as your three wide receivers. Yes, sir. I'm going. I'm gonna go first out the gate. Uh, I didn't match with you for one. I did go Mike Wallace. Okay. Mainly Fair for the enough. reason, like you said, Joe Flacco going against the Cleveland defense. I saw what uh, the Eagles wide receivers could do against that secondary last week and a better quarterback, more experienced, more veteran wide receiver going up against them. I think we'll put up numbers. He's a speedster. So you can expect a deep ball or two. Most likely if you can haul one of them down, he's already worth the price just because that's probably getting you 40 yards and a catch. That's five points already right there for you. And you just hope a few more catches, a few more yards, maybe a touchdown, icing on the cake. Uh, so for him, for me, it's 6100 for FanDuel because I did my research and wrote down all my prices because, you know, I come prepared for my fans. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm just not as experienced as you. What can I say? I'm young right. and I'm naive. I, I've been in the podcasting game a little longer than you. Uh, yeah, that so is also true. It is true. I recorded the other one this morning. So, you know, it's my second one in, the, in one day. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, maybe wow. that's why I don't have a real-world job. <laughs> yeah, unlike some people, I have to actually go to work. I yeah. don't work from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so second pick, I'm going uh, I'm going homer pick. I'm an Eagles fan, as you know, so I'm going Jordy Matthews. Uh, you know, showed me a lot last week. He has already a really good connection, it seems, with Wentz as a slot outside guy. He plays a lot in the slot. Uh, he's 6,900 on FanDuel. He put up 20 points last week. So, you know, that's pretty good bang for your buck. They're going up against Chicago, and if you watch Chicago at all in the past few years, you know that their defense has progressively gotten worse. And playing Monday night in Chicago, it's first real road test for Carson Wentz. I think he's going to go to a safety valve a lot, which is going to be Matthews. There's no other guy that's going to be more consistent than he is outside of Sproles out of the backfield. So that's my homer pick slash I think could produce big numbers for me type guy. Then, See, I I don't know about that pick, man. I, I realize that you prefaced it by saying that's a total homer pick and you are a big Eagles fan, but I just don't trust rookies. I don't trust them. I refuse to pick Ezekiel Elliott when we when I was doing my fantasy drafts. I don't trust rookies. I don't trust as well as Carson Wentz looked last week. I don't trust them against the Bears defense. I think last week might have been a fluke. I think it's going to be an up and down season for him. So yeah, well, you know what? I I didn't question any of your picks, but I like it. I like the controversy. Uh, I think the ginger has it in him to put up some numbers from a boy. So last uh, final pick. I am going to spend a good chunk of my money on a top wide receiver. I'm going stack with Manning and his boy OBJ. You know, he's going to be, he only got 9.3 points last week against Dallas, but I'm pretty sure he's ready for his breakout, first breakout game of the year. He's going to be cost me a pretty penny, so that's where I saved on other guys. And I just think I'm expecting at least two touchdowns out of him, maybe 100 yards receiving, eight or nine catches, kind of an Antonio Brown type performance from Monday night against that bad, bad, bad New Orleans secondary. Yeah, 
I'm on board with that. I, like I said earlier, though, when I was picking my guys, I just don't know whether or not the, the bang for the buck is there when it comes to just these big-name wide receivers. They're so expensive in these daily fantasy leagues, these weekly fantasy leagues, I should say, and there's just so many wide receivers that are way cheaper. Somewhere, you know, those guys are, what, 9000 almost $10,000 in yeah. these leagues, and you're, you know, you can pick up some guy for, like, you know, seven thousand. Who's pretty good. So, I, I mean, I can see him. I can see him having a big game. He probably is going to have a big game. I'm just, I, uh, he, uh, your savings better be worth it later on in this because I'm curious as to who, who else you spent the money on. Yeah, I mean, that's for the most part. Most of my guys have been in the six hundreds, six thousands. So he's uh, my, definitely my most expensive player. Him and Manning are my top two. So you know, I I, I pinch the penny later on for Fanduel, especially. You get a kicker. You get a defense, so I saved a good amount of money there. But, all right, moving on. We're going to move to tight ends so you know, we can try to keep this under that certain time mark where people start to hate us in general. So, Mike. I thought that was, I thought that was every time they listen to us. Uh, no, well, this is only the second time for us, and the first time I, I know was a train wreck, so. <laughs> it was a train wreck for you, maybe. I thought I sounded pretty good. Yeah, but when it's just you nonstop, it, it starts to make you hear voices in your head. I'm not going to lie. Wow, that's just harsh. Well, you know what? Reality sometimes can hit you like a brick. So, give me your tight end number one. All right, so my tight end, uh, and I'm going to kind of break my rule here, and I know I just criticized you for not taking rookies, but I'm taking, uh, and it's going to sound weird when I say it, but uh, I'm taking Jason Witten because I'm trusting Dak Prescott to throw to him. So, if you watch the Dallas game at all, and you were watching Dak Prescott be actually pretty impressive, a bit of a game manager, but impressive. Uh, and he was throwing the ball almost exclusively to Cole Beasley and Jason Witten. Uh, uh, now, granted, I didn't pick Cole Beasley because uh, I, I, I don't really trust Cole Beasley as a receiver. Nobody but, trusts yeah. Cole Beasley as a receiver, let's be honest. Cole Beasley's just, eh, whatever. If you want to spend the money on him and you want to be super cheap, he's he is super cheap, so he might be worth it. But Jason Witten is just timeless. I mean, the man just year after year after year plays super well, and Dak Prescott trusts him, clearly. Now, Dallas is going up against a, a divisional opponent. See, when you play divisional opponents, all the rules go out the window uh, in, in every fantasy league. Just you never know who's going to do well. It's so much easier to predict it when they play people not in their division. But, yeah, they're playing Washington, and, yeah, Washington defense is okay. But the one person I think that Dak Prescott's going to throw to every single time, and he might not have huge stats, but he's going to have pretty decent bang for your buck is Jason Witten. So, I don't know. Who do you have for your wide, for your tight end? Well, I went uh, NFC East heavy also in my lineup with my Manning, OBJ, Matthews pick. And I man Jason Witten to that progress. I'm not going to lie. Oh. I picked this. Yeah, like you said, I watched that game. He literally was the safety valve of all safety valves last weekend for rookie quarterbacks. I had Matthews on there because I know he's going to put up high receptions most likely because he's the guy that Wentz is looking for. And Prescott's going to be doing the exact same thing with Witten. Catches count for points. That's all that matters. I don't care if Jason Witten gets me 30 yards, but if he gets 10 catches to get me those 30 yards, he's going to be a pretty good bang for your buck for price-wise because he's 5900 for... FanDuel, and I'm going to assume he's around that, maybe a little lower on DraftKings just because of how the money works. 
another sneaky pick that you could put in is Ebron from uh, Detroit against Tennessee. Also, Detroit kind of had their offense look pretty good last week. First time without Calvin Johnson, so it was a little weird looking at. But Stafford kind of looked pretty good. And if you can get Ebron involved heavily in that passing game, they could be very hard to beat, at least points-wise. Oh, yeah. Keep, keep an eye on that Detroit deep, uh, Detroit offense. Sorry. They, ever since they had, they moved in Jim Bob Cooter, which is an awesome name, by the way, just Fant- a side note. That just sounds like a fantasy <laughs> football team name. <laughs> it, might, it might be. It, if it isn't, it should be. But keep an eye on that offense because somebody out in that offense is going to start really breaking out with points, and you might want to be there to pick them up, especially in your fantasy leagues on waiver wires and such. But in your your FanDuel and your and in your uh, DraftKings lineups, keep an eye on those Detroit offensive players because they're going to start putting up points. And Stafford has been on a tear. Yeah. Always watch out for him against really good de- against really bad defenses. Yeah, he looked pretty poised last week. All right, so this is where our paths separate a little bit. Uh, I get to choose a kicker now, where you get to choose a flex player. So, all right, I'll let you go first. I'll let you pick the fancier pick. Go with the flex, the you know. Flashy guys, the wide receivers, running backs, tight ends, where I just get to kick a guy, pick a guy that kicks a ball. Huh. Uh, well, that's why I like Jack Kings better. So this is where all the money that I saved up went because uh, I needed you know, CJ Anderson, Eli Manning are pretty expensive, but I spent all that extra money on the guy who I think is going to just continuously throughout the season keep an eye on him, D'Angelo Williams. He just puts up points, and with Le'Veon Bell still out on his suspension, watch for him to have a huge game against a defense that looked a little slow and a little out of sync, the Cincinnati Bengals. I think that D'Angelo Williams is going to have one heck of a game. I think that entire Steelers offense is just going to go after the the Cincinnati defense after what happened to Antonio Brown last year. I think they're really going to go after him. Keep an eye on D'Angelo Williams to have a big, big, big game. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting pick. I'm gonna guess he's probably not gonna be highly owned, especially going up against Cincy, because people know how those games go. It's a lot of ground and pound and low scores, so you could have a home run on your hands there with him. I don't think he's gonna be hugely owned, and if he is, I'd be very very surprised. I just think it's going to be a combination of the factor that he's going to get. He's the only running back that they're going to give the ball to, on top of the fact that he is a really good wide receiver so he's going to be catching some passes too that's what i'm counting on yeah so all right going to the less flashy pick of guys that just walk out probably for about a total of 30 seconds in a game uh kicker for FanDuel, for all you guys playing FanDuel that need my advice i'm gonna go with mason crosby against the vikings this week nice. now so i'm doing that because i mean most of you are gonna say a kicker who cares it's basically pick whoever hope for the best i actually think crosby has a good chance to put up at least double-digit points, only for the fact that the Vikings' defense, the Purple People Eaters, are a dangerous force to reckon with. They scored two defensive touchdowns last week. They know how to stop Rodgers. They've played them before. They're in the division. It's a division game. New stadium. People are going to be amped up. But I think the Packers at least can get down to 30-yard line, 40-yard line consistently enough to give Crosby the chance to put them through the uprights. It's going to be, I think, probably a battle of... 20 to 13, 17, 14, something along those lines. 
Uh, I'm hoping it's a little bit more, a little more odd score numbers, maybe 23-17. That would be good if it was the Packers that won that with that score. For kickers, uh, you know, he's a cheap option. He's 4,700, so any kicker you can go with, but he's the guy that I think this week he's going to put up at least 12, 15 points. I really like that pick. I think Crosby's is a really solid pick. All right, so last and definitely least, we got about two minutes until we hit the 30-minute mark, so we'll make these quick for you guys because, you know, it's the defenses. What are you going to say about that? Uh, defense, Mike, though, who you got? Man, defense is always such a crapshoot. I, I never really know who to pick, and I try to pick a team that has, like, somebody like somewhat dynamic as a returner because then there's the possibility that the special teams can give me a touchdown. You know, I got, but you also got to weigh the defense part of that, and I never really am sure I could pick. But this week I splurged a little bit, and I took the Seahawks defense special teams. Ooh! You, just every week they seem to be, you know, consistently a top unit, and they played really well against Miami. So I expect them to continue to play really well. Uh, on top of that, I really like Tyler Lockett. Uh, and he's, you know, he's a good returner, so he's always got a shot to take something to the house, so you never know. But, I mean, like I said, defense special teams, it's just a crapshoot. And you can, yeah, it's okay to, like, trust the good defenses, but you just got to pick a team that's going to go up against a bad offense. So, Seahawks is just, I, I, I'm mainly picking them because I'm hoping for Tyler Lockett to give me something. Yeah, all right. I can I understand that pick. I think Lockett is definitely one of those guys that can definitely break through. You got Sherman, who's always a threat for interceptions. Uh, linebackers are good for fumbles. All those guys. It's a it's a solid pick. Uh, my pick is going to be the Ravens, mainly for the fact that you're going against now McCown, who's the backup for Cleveland. Didn't do much offensively against the Eagles. I don't expect them to do much against the Ravens either, seeing how the Ravens were able to pull out the low-scoring 13-7 win in Week 1. So between that, their defense is always one of those that you kind of expect a turnover. Suggs maybe gets in, gets a few sacks. Uh, I can't remember who the return guy is. I want to say, did they sign Devin Hester? Uh, no, Devin Hester's still unsigned, unfortunately, which I still can't figure out why he's unsigned. I, I would th- sign him in a heartbeat. I thought he signed with somebody, but I couldn't remember. So, Well, either way, I'm still going with the Ravens uh, just because if you're going against Cleveland, what chance do they have? Josh Gordon's not back yet. You don't have any over-the-top threats. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I, I, I see, the only problem I had with that, and I was thinking about doing it too, is I, I just don't – I. I think Josh McCown is better than people think, or at least better in that Cleveland system. And I don't that that Ravens defense. I just don't know if I trust it yet. It's not the Ravens defenses of old, and they yeah they're solid. But the the key with the defense and special teams part is a you gotta have someone to be able to give you something on special teams. But b you gotta have a defense that's gonna give you turnovers. And the Ravens just haven't shown me anything over the last couple of years. They're just not they're not the defenses of old. There's no Ray Lewis. There's no Ed Reed. They're not taking you know picks to the house, so uh, I don't I don't know. But like I said, I, what do I know about defense and special teams? It's such a crapshoot every week. You clearly know nothing. All right, so that's it for our picks. Uh, if you need to hear them again, you can just listen to the podcast again. You know, whatever it counts as a play for us, so we appreciate it. Uh, it's easier than hey. just running down all through all the money side again. So, in general, we had a very similar picks. I think five of our picks were the same. You know, outside of that. Do whatever you want to do. 
So. Hey, good luck this week, guys. Yeah, so from, again, I'm Greg with Michigan Mike through the phone. Mike, you got any last words for people this week? All I'm saying is go blue. Hail to the victors. Oh, okay, switching it back to college again. Way to, you know, just end a fantasy football, you know, show with college football talk. Hey, what can I do? Michigan I fans. Michigan fans always keeping it classy, right, guys? All right. So from everybody here at the Fantasy Stance, uh, James, our producer, who couldn't be here sadly tonight because, you know, he has a job and doesn't actually have any association with this one. He's more so with the other one that we do. Uh, but, you know, all the other guys, the food guys, the guys in the truck sending the signal, that dog in the background that I just heard, or at least it sounded like a dog. Could have been a human, Mike. I don't know. You never know. You never know. So from all of us here, I'm Greg with Michigan Mike. Mike, tell the people good luck and goodbye. Hey, good luck, boys. Hope you all win money. All right. Like you said, let's just win some money this week. All right, guys. See you later.